Oh yeah, yeah. Where Chris Pratt is supposedly Mario. But the thing is, I don't think it's a normal. I think it's like a live action. No, not live action, but like a comedy type. Because how would Chris Pratt be Mario? Unless he can really do a Mario voice. He's practicing the voice right now. And I'm pretty sure he's being coached by the original Mario voice. Yeah. He's also in the movie. Yeah, he's part of it somehow. Yeah. Well, I saw this meme where they said they put Chris Pratt in a Mario suit, right? Yeah. And his Yoshi is from Jurassic Park. Oh, it's a, you know how like this yeah. meme that he's holding his hands yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, it's Yoshi. turned that into Yoshi. <laughs> Not only that, Keegan, uh, Keegan, Mike and Ke- Michael, Keegan Michael Key is uh, playing Toad. Oh, from Key and Peele? Yeah. Because I heard that Mario was coming out with the live action, right? But I was like, that'd be so cool. If Keegan was Waluigi okay. and Jordan Peele oh, was Wario, because <laughs> they built the same as the character, bro. bro. That would be perfect. Yeah, they should. They have the, there you have the chemistry, you know? Jordan Peele, aside from producing, I don't think he's ever been in a movie, right? Has he? No, he's, he's a producer slash writer slash director. Yeah. Like, he's, obviously, he's in Key and Peele, but he's not in any movies. I don't think he ever played a role. No, like and that. what's crazy is that <clears throat> for him to be able to go from this comedy background you know doing all these sketches for comedy central to yeah. having people take him seriously as a writer and producer yeah. to winning an oscar which is crazy bro no but the crazy thing is too a lot of comedians they're they're not funny because they're funny they're funny because they're smart yeah like they're actually they understand things differently so when they present or they do their comedian yeah, shows yeah. and everything it's because they see things differently people are like wow that's true or whatever you know yeah yeah, but Ke- like uh, Jordan Peele, absolute genius when it comes to writing and directing. I mean, all his movies so far. We just watched Candyman the other day. I mean, he didn't. He did a screenplay, I think, and and yeah. he produced it. But so with Candyman too, like everything that Jordan Peele does. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but now looking back, there's always like a double meaning kind of thing. Yeah. For example, let's go back to Get Out, right? Mm-hmm. Get Out is basically about modern-day slavery, kind of how white people take advantage of black people and how the system is designed to that. It, it's it's kind of weird. For example, after they came to the house and everything, when the girl was sitting there at night doing her research or homework or whatever, she has headphones. She was eating cereal in one bowl and milk was separate. Really? Yeah, and around that time, the meme around the internet was, do you pour the milk first or the cereal first? Yeah, uh-huh. Because either way, you're going to eat them both together. Mm-hmm separate which already kind of gives underlying meaning that she's kind of psycho yeah that's not the norm yeah that's no I, I, he there's so many I, I can't recall any right now but the, he has so many like subliminal messages like that in his movies i mean get out the thing is even though most of his movies like get out us and uh, Candyman, even though they're primarily african-american uh cast yeah right i don't it, we can relate to it too oh you yeah know, being you know foreigners or what whatnot so but his movies talks about systematic racism, um, systemic racism, sorry, and like segregation of people, the division, the divide, and like just treating people. Upper like, and lower classes. Yeah, exactly. Bro, literally, the whole movie about uh, us, yeah. us is, ho- is literally about upper class and lower class where they're living underground. Literally, that's the what they The same society, the same it, yeah. people living underground. When he was tied to the chair, mm. and she, every time she would clank her tea thing, right, it would put him in like a hypnotic state and he saved himself by plucking cotton couch and plug it put in his ear which is contradictory to what history is because cotton they were sent to america to become slaves to pick cotton for the white people for the white people now they use it for themselves damn i actually not i did not even i did not even look into that one at all here's another thing too 
in the beginning, I think someone who's coming into the house hit a deer. They killed a deer. Mm-hmm. In the end, to save himself, he took the deer head to kill the guy that was performing surgery. Yeah. The double meaning, right? That's crazy. The thing that yeah, he killed really ended up saving himself. You know the theory about us? No, I watched a video on it. It's been a while, though. There was one scene in the movie, and it's in the trailer, too. So when they're... You know the song they have in the movie Five on it? I got five on it, right? So there's a part of the movie, they're in the car, and the song plays in the car. Yeah. And she's like, she's like looking at her son and going to the beat, but she's super she offbeat. offbeat. Yeah. Super I offbeat. I think her son, there's a theory that her son was switched too. At the end. Well, mm-hmm. Her daughter, though. On, I think on the way that they were driving either to the, the summer vacation home or like at the end, I forgot. There's a word on her chest. And you know how in the movie, when she went down to the to the underground society, there were a bunch of rabbits everywhere? The word says rabbit in Vietnamese, T-H-O, with a question mark. Really? Yeah, it says rabbit. Well, so, I would not have known that. Yeah, a lot of people want to know that. They don't know the language. <laughs> That's good, to, yeah. Wow. I'm Vietnamese. I, I knew that. It was just, you know, rabbit. T-H-O? Oh. Yeah. So, wait, so the daughter might have been, you're saying might have been like a rabbit? Like I, I feel like it's just an Easter egg. Yeah. I don't think she was switched, but that was an Easter egg. When they showed the rabbits, it was all white and one black, or was it all black and one white? I think it was all white. All white and one black, right? That's the beauty of, like, directing and, and uh, you know, especially with movies and everything. It's really sending those messages where you have to go back and really focus and look at the minor details to figure out, like, well, what is this and how does that connect to the overall message that they're trying to send. It's crazy. Bro, I wouldn't mind if Jordan <clears throat> Peele directed a game. I wouldn't mind at all. Think about this, bro. With his double meaning, with his storyline, like imagine if Us was a game, or if Get Out was a game. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. Like a horror game, thriller game. Yeah. yeah, like you're living, you're actually living the character's life. Because I feel like with Candyman, it was too like Candyman is it's a this is a sequel to the first one. The first one I was looking it up. The first one was talking about how the lady saved the boy. It was talking about her story. The boy that was saved is the main character in the most recent Candyman. I'm going to live by this. Games, for me, are much scarier than uh, movies. Really? Like, playing a video game, like, obviously, like, scary games. I'm not talking about, like, random games. But the scary games, like, because it's like, since you're playing it, you're a little bit more connected, you know? Because games, they have great storytelling, too. Not all games, obviously, but, you know, the really good games. And when you're playing and you're literally like you're trying to traverse through the level yeah. or whatever, it's like you're actually in there kind of. What's the best games that you like? Like what's the best series that are? Because I know you like playing um, stories, games with stories behind them. I can't do that to save my life. Yeah. I can't. Like, I can't sit through 2K. and just watch cut scenes and, yeah. and just like I understand it's a good game. But it's not realistic enough for me to sit through yeah. two minutes of dialogue. Even with 2K, I, I, my main games are like Pokemon and 2K, right? Yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon is whatever. It's yeah. like that's my like downtime game. Two mm-hmm. K, I take it seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm not good, but I take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And two K and two K, there's this thing called my career. Ever since two K fourteen, two K has been adding storyline to it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in two K sixteen, it's about these two friends coming from basically Harlem or something. Two K sixteen. Yeah, two K sixteen. Oh, okay. And the, you're the main character, so you're one of the friends. Mm-hmm. You make it to the league, your friend is just there riding to the success and riding, just feeding off of you. Mm-hmm. One day he borrows her car, he gets into an accident, and he dies. Oh, shit. So that's that's like, dude, that's like some storyline I would want to see, but I couldn't even sit through that. I just skipped mm-hmm. everything just straight to play. Oh, you do? Yeah. 
just like that. Yeah. And to get 20, you go to character isn't that good, so mm. you go to China to play overseas, and mm. then you get picked up by, you get scouted by the NBA, and then you make your way back to the league. Yeah. You right. must hate Pokemon then, because in Pokemon you can't skip no scenes. Pokemon you can't skip. You but do. the thing I like about Pokemon yeah. is that every storyline drives you towards what you're supposed to do. They give you like some kind of hint. Yeah. But then it's not so cinematic to where I have to sit through and watch. I can do. I can just turn on like fast dialogue and just boom, 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 boom. Mm. Yeah, true, like true, that, true. You know. But do you read or you skip through it? I skip through it. Oh, you don't read? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes I I would have to. I skip so much that they give you direction. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I, just, to do. I just figure it out. Yeah. Because it's always driving you to the next location. Like city or whatever. Mission, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like about Pokemon. But speaking yeah. of Pokemon, bro, what do you feel about the new art style of Diamond and Pearl? Yeah, so Diamond and Pearl, I mean, so probably one of my favorite games and one of the games that's most memorable for me is Diamond. Mm -hmm. So so the thing is, in terms of art style, it's not a huge, like, I don't really care too much about it. I know the chibi style and the, the newest trailer is kind of like they kind of fix it up a little bit with the shaders yeah. and all now. But um, it's pretty much the same thing, just a different, like, mm -hmm. you know. But... Yeah, I just like they're kind of just bringing it back. It's not really even a remake. I want to say they're just up the graphics a little bit and whatnot. So for me, Diamond Pro, I'm just gonna play it because it's something I played in the childhood. But like, it's not something that's anything like outstanding. Yeah, I'm more, I'm more into like more looking forward to Legends of Arceus. That's something finally they're yeah. kind of changing the the game. You know. For me though, this is what I'm kind of upset about. Mm -hmm. The Nintendo Switch has so much potential. Yeah, Legend of Zelda, man. Like that but game it looks was nuts. like in Legends of Arceus. It didn't take it to this full No, it's not. Potential. Like, For sure, yeah. you look at the grassland and the way the, uh, all the leaves and mm -hmm. stuff, it looks very bare. It looks like that through But some people are arguing, though. They're saying that, oh, Game Freak, like, they make adjustments. Like, it's still the beginning. But the game's coming out next year. I mean, it's only a few months away. Yeah. And it's like... At this point, it, they're already getting ready to, like, do their marketing. Exactly. And, like, getting ready to launch yeah. and get everything ready. Because, okay, this is for me. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl was my first ever game. My most memorable moment was when I saw um, that one trailer where the kid's inside playing his DS. Mm -hmm. He looked out the window and there's like Pokeballs falling down. Oh, okay, I don't yeah. know if you remember that. I think so, yeah. And then <clears throat> he, has a, he had a Diamond and Pearl stylus oh, yeah. playing his game. And I saw that and I went to like, when the game came out, I went to Best Buy and they had those little DS that you can play. And I was playing it. I remember playing it vividly. I, was, I had a Chimchar and I was battling like a Machop by the Ordberg gym outside <coughs> of it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know it was Pokemon until I saw the, the cover. And my dad surprised me with it like a couple weeks later and he got me Pokemon Pearl. You had a DS already? No, he just surprised me with he it. He surprised you with the game? Because my dad was a gamer himself. He surprised you with the game and the DS? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was a gamer himself yeah. and he, he likes Mario. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I feel like he used it as an excuse for him to play Mario as yeah. well because he... Oh, he bought Mario, Mario for himself too? Because... Back in Vietnam, bro, we had, um, up until 2005, we had a Nintendo... 64? Not even 64. It's the square controller. What is that called? And Nintendo 64? NES. No? I, not even that. An NES. Nintendo oh, okay, Entertainment okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's, okay. it's the one with the AB only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. one. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. And we had cartridge board to blow on it. Mm -hmm. and you put yeah, it in. Yeah. We, I had one of those too, yeah. Back <clears> then, <throat> we had no storage. Mm -hmm. So if you lose, if you go lose a level anywhere, yeah, you dude. restart to the beginning. So my dad and I, we would play that every day before school, after school. Mm -hmm. And we would start from the first war, one slash one, all the way to the end, within like two hours. Really? Yeah. And that to us was a bonding thing. Yeah. 
and we play like games like Contra. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know Contra? Yeah, I've heard like, of it. Kids nowadays, they ha- they're remaking Contra. But I'm like, bro, I've been playing that stuff. Yeah. I didn't even know this, but he knew the cheat codes to get 99 lives. Oh, yeah? Because we could, with Contra 2, you get so many lives and then you start over. That's and we crazy. Got to the we defeated the boss too. And then his favorite game is called Battle City, which is a little tank you protect like the U.S. Embassy. Mm. It's like it's kind of like Pac-Man, mm-hmm. but you have to kill all the other opposing tanks, and mm. that was our memory. So when we got to the U.S., where we have access to better gaming system, and he's making a bit more money at the time, he was able to get us one diamond and himself Super Mario Brothers, mm. and we played that as well. Yeah. And then after I grew in love with Pokemon Diamond, I didn't know that. The I didn't know what the bottom thing was, bro. You know, oh, the yeah, ES Lite, they have the bottom thing yeah, for the yeah. uh, Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know until I went to the uh, store and they said, oh, yeah, you can play other Pokemon games. Game Boy games. So my next game was Pokemon Fire Red. Okay, yeah. And then uh, I went to the Swabby at that time. Uh-huh. I got Pokemon Sapphire, mm-hmm. Pokemon Emerald. Did you play Pokemon Emerald? Yeah. Did you know that you could clone Pokemon in Pokemon Emerald? Like there was a glitch? Yeah. No, so you go to the, um, it's like the Battle Frontier. Yeah, yeah. You go there. You deposit your Pokemon in, mm-hmm. you save, and while it's saving, you turn it off, you turn it back on, you have two Pokemon, one in your party and one in your PO box. Really? Yeah, PC box, yeah. But even though you didn't save, it still registered it? Yep. And I was doing that with Kyogre. I had like 15 Kyogre's, 15 Rayquaza, yeah. and I transferred that to Pal Park. Okay. To Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Oh, okay. And you I, use it in that game? Dude, I had everything. I had the R4. Mm-hmm. Remember R4? It's like R4 is like this little thing where you... The action like replay? A, no, the R4. You didn't know about the R4? No, I don't action replay. R- the R4 the, for the cheats? No, the action replay is different. Yeah. I used to action replay to get 99 Pokeballs. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, capture any Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I want to walk through walls and all yeah, that. Yeah, yes, right? Uh-huh. The R4, is, it's a game card. It had a micro SD in it, and you can download 100 games, any games you want for the DS. You buy one, it's like 30 bucks, and you can, you can just put it on. You go to like a ROM website, download. I have every single game. So even right. like new games? Yeah. New games that came out on the DS, it's already on there. Damn. That's so I have Pokemon Soul Silver, Pokemon yeah. Heart Gold, Diamond Pro. You played it all on the R4. Yeah, all on my Damn, so I have to pay that, hard I never money. had to buy, like, the ops don't, don't come after me, but after that, I never had to buy a Pokemon game again for the DS. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, now times have changed. Now we have to buy it. Yeah, we can't do that shit no more, but yeah, that was the time. That's crazy, though, like, talking about your childhood, like, how you had all those memories. I mean, like, like we played games, and there's even, like, shows, you know? Yeah. Different shows from the childhood mm-hmm. that that we grew up on. Um, I remember, like, I, I heard of, like, King of the Hill and all those things. Yeah. Yeah, King, King of the Like, the I show? used to watch it as a kid. The bro. show? Yeah, yeah. Who, who just passed away? And what was that show? On the, the neighbor show. Oh, Mr. Roger? He passed, he passed away in 02, bro. Huh? He passed away in 02. Mr. Rob Patterson in 2002? Mr. Roger? Yeah. Yeah. He passed away recently, didn't he? No. Look it up. He passed Who away? passed away recently? What do you mean? Mr. Roger was like, Stanley? would you be mine? Could you be mine? Yeah, My he neighbor. passed away in 2002. 2002? Yeah, don't call me, but in the 2000s. Look it up, bro. That's when, 2003. What the That's hell? 2003, yeah. Yeah, okay. he was very kind. Because mm-hmm. he had this, these segments in the shows where he went to the ice rinks to show, like, to talk to specialists. He went to the fire station. He went to the post office, all that. But when he took that little train to the magical kingdom, bro, that shit's Yeah, that is low-key kind of like... That was <laughs> yeah, weird. I see, I see what you're saying. Especially like yeah. being young and those puppets yeah. talking. For me, it was the Simpsons at night that had this Spanish channel where they showed like in, uh, American movies, but with Spanish. That was like Telemundo. A weird thing, but... um. American movies with Spanish dub? 
Yeah. I saw like the last ninja, the last warrior, whatever. I saw um King Kong. I saw Rambo. Dude, legit, that's low key a part why I know a lot of Spanish phrases, but I don't know it, how to say it because I saw those. So it was it like dub? So you were reading the English? I'm mean, no, sorry, it was it sub. Was, sorry. It was, no, it was dub. Well, they were speaking Spanish with no subtitles. Oh, it's a Spanish straight channel. Like my dad, because we didn't have mm. DVDs or VCR. My dad would just watch that. And he would just guess on what, what the storyline is by the action. It's a lot of Arnold movies. It's a lot of Sylvester Stallone. It's a lot of action movie in general. Did you, I mean, I know you watch Spanish shows, but like I grew up watching a lot of anime. So, I mean, it's not Spanish. It was Japanese. But, and we had the subtitles. So I, I, I don't have time for subtitles. No. Like all the animes I grew up watching yeah. was in Vietnam. Mm. Either they had subtitles, I didn't understand it, or they subbed it. There's two kinds of dub, though. This is what triggers me. There's two kinds of dub. Dub is when they actually put the voice, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, there's two kinds mm-hmm. in Vietnam. There's one where it's just one narrator for every single character. Oh. And there's okay. ones where it's different Wait, characters. Wait, he narrates it or he voice acts it? Uh, there's one voice actor for well, every, every single character? Damn. Or there's different mm. voice actors for every single character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anything I see with just one voice actor, I just throw it away. Really? Yeah. And in Vietnam at that time, here are the popular animes that I grew up watching. Here, and they still do that. To Sailor Moon, Case Closed. We're in Vietnamese. Yeah, okay. Case Closed, okay. which is about Conan. Yeah. I've, I've, the Young Detective. Yeah, I've heard of Case Closed. Um, Dragon Ball Z for sure. Mm-hmm. Naruto mm-hmm. and Doraemon. Okay. I don't know if that's an anime. It's Japanese. But like Doraemon. the Pokemon ripoff? No, Doraemon is the gadget cat from the future. I didn't know this, but Disney took it and they... they Turned into English. Really? Doraemon is very popular in India, too. They have Doraemon in Hindi, bro. Really? So Doraemon is this anime about this loser mm. who's living in, in our time right now mm. in the anime. He's a very nerdy school kid. Is he a loser? A loser, <laughs> yes. He's a very nerdy school kid that gets bullied by his two friends. I don't know. He gets bullied by his two friends. That makes no sense. I don't know why your friends Two friends. Oh, okay. Right? I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. He's a loser in life, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. And then... He grows up to have a bad life, and then his grandkid from the year, I think, 2100, or the century, the 22nd century, at that time, they're very advanced in technology, and they have these, they built these robots called Gadget Cats. Wait, it takes place in 2100, in 22nd century? Or his no, friend the came show back? Takes, takes place in the 21st, but the... His friend, like, time travel or something? Yeah, it's, oh. it's a lot of time travel and stuff, right? Oh, okay. So, um, one of the cats escaped the factory that they're making, and he loses his ears. For some reason, yeah, I forgot why. And he's able to time travel back. His grandkids sent the cat back into the past to where the the main character, the main character's name is Nobi. Oh, his grandkids sent. Oh, okay. To help his life, make his life better. But every episode, it's the same storyline, which is Nobi will abuse one of his one of the gadget cat's invention, and it will end up teaching him a lesson. Oh, every episode is like that? Yeah. Mm. So, so and the, the, the Gashka has a pouch. Yeah. It's called a four-dimensional pouch, which he can pull objects and gears from, from the future to help Nobi with what trouble he's having. For example, um, one of the episodes, it's about him, Nobi's having bad luck. And the cat pulled up of a, a red pill or blue pill kind of thing. It's like, you take, like Matrix? This, you take this pill, you have the best luck in the world. And he abuses it, and it, and it runs out, so he keeps taking it. And then in the end, someone switched it, and he took the bad, the, the bad luck pill, and it ended up effing his whole day over. So it's more so for kids. Did it end, or is it still going? They have a show, right? Mm-hmm. But they also have movies about, like, 
like you know Pokemon have shows and then there's yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. They have movies that are long length and in in the end, um, the, the gadget cat dies. Not dies, but it runs out of power, and Novi tries to save it by going to the future and meeting his grandson and all that. It's it's weird. Uh, you should get into it. And yeah, does it end up changing his future or no? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't the know the concept of time in um in uh the, the show, show is very linear. linear. Like whatever you do, it's already happened. Like you think you could change it, it's, it's already oh, happened. Oh, it's gonna happen regardless. Yeah, it's kind of like it's not like if you do something, it'll open up a new branch of time. It's not doing that. Yeah. Well, it's not like the hard. Yeah, like they have this. The gadget cat would have this door, right? It's mm-hmm. called a go anywhere door. Mm-hmm. You open it you, anywhere you you want to go, you could go. And they travel back to the Jurassic Park era. They travel to the future. They travel to the beach. We just open up a door. That's what Vietnamese people and like me grew up on. And then Conan, which is and they call it Conan, but over here it's called Case, Case Closed. Closed. And it's about um yeah. it's a about young detective, detective yeah. oh, that got um that was given a pill that shrinks him into a toddler. By mm. the mafia that he was coming after, mm. and now he has to go pretend to live this whole false life with at his girlfriend's house, who his girlfriend treats him like a little brother. Yeah, so it's it's weird. Yeah, actually, I was looking into the, getting into that show recently because I was, it was looking so at some, good. Yeah, yeah, but now I can't. I don't know why I just can't get into anime anymore. It's more so it's not if it's Vietnamese or English I can get into, but if it's subbed I can't. Really? So if it's Vietnamese, you would, you would still watch anime yeah. today? Really? Like any, uh, yeah. So what, you haven't, have you tried giving any of the new stuff? No, because uh, the thing is, if I get into it, I have to do all these research about the character's background. Mm-hmm. I, I have to start collecting. Dude, I was, my girlfriend got me into Avatar The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. which to me I thought was dumb because I'm like, Americans make an anime type of thing. But I got into it, bro. The storyline was so good. I, I was willing to drop a hundred bucks on the Blu-ray just to keep it, bro. Really? So many times. I walked to Best Buy and I literally had it in my hand. Like the Blu-ray. It wasn't just Blu-ray. It was a steel book with like mm-hmm. it's embossed. <clears throat> yeah, and I can watch all those shows online. And I wanted to buy, I wanted to get a MacBook, like the 2015 MacBook you have with a glowing Apple just to get a freaking sticker on that. Oh, to put the, the there. And you saw what I did with my Hydro Pod, bro. Yeah. That's how like addictive I would get if I liked the show. Yeah. That's why I don't want to get into it. You get that. hooked on those things, huh? Yeah. No, but the Avatar, dude, the, the anime was good, but the movie... The oh, movie's no, the a movie laughing stock today. Like, whoever did the movie needs to be, like, froze to death or uh, something. To be honest, though, when I first watched the movie, I thought it was badass. Now, like, I feel... I don't, when did it come out? Do you remember? Dude, the name is... <laughs> the movie came out, like, 2011. 2011. Yeah. It's Aang. It's Aung. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was... So, 2011, 2011, I was 12, if that's when it came out. I thought it was amazing, right? But, like, looking back now, all the videos they're posting, like, they're showing about the, the earth bending and the fire bending. It's yeah. just, like... Like a one piece of rock that's floating. Yeah, I'm like, there's no, I do not remember it being like that. What do you think of um the new cast though, for the show, Avatar show? The new cast? You mean for um the Netflix Avatar show? What's her name? Korra, that one. The, the Netflix is making a live action Avatar show. Really? Yeah, I didn't even hear about. I don't know who's playing. Aang. Some random kid, to be honest. Yeah. I, you don't, I don't know him, but is he Asian? The guy, yeah, the guy that's supposedly playing Zuko, he was in Shang Chi. Huh. Remember, remember when uh, at the apartment, the grandma's apartment, mm-hmm. and and the little brother of of uh, Aquafina's character, mm-hmm. the guy who's giving out yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that guy's gonna play Zuko. Really, he looks young. Yeah. But he, okay, even if he's playing Zuko, he does not look menacing. He doesn't look no like, exactly. He doesn't. Yeah, you need a, like a character that has that look. I mean, yeah. Anyone can be an actor. What I want to know is who's gonna play Uncle Iroh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because I feel like Uncle Iroh... Zuko's key, uncle, right? Huh? Zuko's uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like low-key, bro, Jack Black could play him. Bro, that would be... Na- Jack Black is playing who in Mario? <laughs> By the way, who is Jack Black? Oh, Bowser, right? Is he? Yeah, he's playing Bowser. Bowser or Donkey Kong? No, Donkey Kong is... No. Seth Rogen? I think yeah, Donkey Don- Don- Don Kong Seth Rogen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Damn, I didn't... The thing is, they need characters... That is true to the culture, too, at the same time. Jack Black is a really good actor, so he could play, True like, to the culture, yes, but yeah. also true to the character. Yes, that's what I meant, sorry. True to the character. Because with me, I don't mind having a white character play an Asian and just have to put on Asian makeup because, like I said again, not a lot of talents have been discovered in Asia, and we should continue to do that, but we shouldn't continue to push the agenda to go find these actors and actresses if we already have a good role here, mm-hmm. a lot of people might disagree with me. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to fit puzzles together. Like may- maybe they don't know that how Avatar is. How it's it's just for me just weird because it's like the Southern tribes they're they're gonna be mostly indigenous. Mm-hmm. That's what they're based on. Which Southern tribe? The Water Tribe. Oh, okay, yeah. The people from the Water Tribe are m- more so based on the, on the people from like Alaska, like the Inuits. I think I don't know. I don't know the name. Yeah. And then, because you know how each, in Avatar, each style of, of fighting and stuff like that is the based, on, bending, the it's based on a, a martial art. I think water is more so Tai Chi because they'll very fluid m- movement. The Earth Kingdom is more so very, f- like, mm-hmm. stern. I think that's Shaolin. Another this is Kung Fu. The air, air tribe is based on the Shaolin's way of life. Fire is more so... I don't know what the fire is based on. Some sort of Taoism type of, of, of movie. But the fire nation is based is based off the United States, right? Wasn't it? No. Who is the fire nation based off? No, I don't know about the nation, but I'm saying like each fighting No, I understand style. what you're saying because you were saying that the water, they're the, like the indigenous, indigenous people, right? Like the natives, right? Yeah, yeah. So like what, are the, what about the other ones? I think the air is based off of the, the, the northern Chinese. Mm-hmm. The fire is low-key Korea, bro. Why are you assuming or what's North Korea? Earth is based off, we could be do wrong. Like for sure, I know for sure though, they each have a fighting style that's based on a form of Asian martial art. Like water is very Tai Chi, like it's also like very fluid. And you look at, let's look it up, bro. The water tribe's Inuit. Yeah, see? Yeah. Earth is Chinese, fire is Japanese, and air is Tibetan. Tibetan? 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 That's where the monks are from, right? Tibet. Aren't they? Well, I feel like the fighting style is based on Shaolin mm-hmm. Kung Fu, but mm-hmm. Tibetan. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, the Dalai Lama and stuff like that. But, like I said, water is in, Inuit, right? Yeah. But, like, let's say there's not a lot of... You can find someone in that field, but they're not good. It wouldn't make any sense to use them. Yeah, like I, I see said. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, well, I mean, if you try to find someone who's Asian, but they're not good, then don't use them. Just find someone else and just transform them to look Asian. You have an Asian and they fit for the role like how Simu Liu is, you know. Well, have you seen the Dragon Ball Z live action movie? No, I heard it's ass. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you. You don't have to necessarily be, like, for example, Gandhi. Have you seen the Gandhi movie? That was played by... Oh, oh by uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. The, the same guy in, in uh, Shang-Chi, the one with long hair. The one that, uh, the one that is, they found him in the prison with the, the weird animal. The animal with wings and no face. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the same guy that played Gandhi. I thought it was Sir Ben Kingsley. Isn't that him? No. Gandhi is played by Sir Ben Kingsley, bro. 
Man, I'm getting wrong information. <laughs> you know, Gandhi's. I I think is Sir Ben Kingsley a, a white guy or? Because I know Gandhi. He looks hella Indian. He like he looks yeah. like Gandhi. And if you look like someone, I feel like that's all you would need to do. Bro, speaking of like that, like I haven't seen a single show, movie, or anything that that portrays like Muslims as good. Either they're the, they're the bad guy, they're terrorists or something, or like they're they're like in one episode they're wearing a girl wearing a hijab. Assassin's and they, Creed. As, as a game, but Assassin's Creed they're not Muslim. Like they never like state that they're Muslim. Um, oh, yeah, true. They're they're Arab in the first one at least. But yeah, there's not a single like for example, Kumail Nanjiani, he's a Pakistani actor. He's gonna be playing in, in the, the Eternals. In the Eternals. And he was a com- comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, but a lot of like Middle Eastern actors and stuff. Like the guy who played Aladdin. Do you would think he would get a lot of roles after that? Yeah, he, he was didn't. getting nothing. He just got it for Aladdin because they just needed someone brown to play. Yeah. Some play. But the girl Naomi, she wasn't She's Indian. She's Indian. She's Indian? Yeah, and uh from UK though. Oh, okay. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah I, I was reading this article. Mm. He was saying that he got no one mm. hit him up after. Yeah, but I'm talking about like movies like about like for example, you know, have you seen Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah. That movie like it's a movie about Asians, right? They haven't made a movie like like about what a Muslim. Do you think it's kind of like that because people get confused with Bollywood? <laughs> no, you don't have to be like. Uh, Indian to be Muslim or no, no, I'm saying like, brown. Like people saying maybe there's enough representation already. Oh, in Bollywood, but see, but the thing about Bollywood, they're not they're they're Indians. I mean, yeah. Indians and some like they're not. I'm talking about Muslim in general, like whether they're yeah. Arab or they're I feel black like or that, white that or whatever they are. Too. Yeah, of course, yeah. bro. We should make our own movie. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I I wanted to talk about the new upcoming game. I I don't know the release date, but about it, but um, Wukong. Oh shoot, bro. Wukong freaking... So, I don't think there's a release date yet. Uh, no, there isn't. Yeah, there's there been two trailers already. And to most people, Wukong seems like a weird game with this monkey and all that. But um, it's it's based around Chinese mythology. And Wukong, to me, looking at the game, it's not a represent- representation of the show. It's more so straight literal from the book. The show kind of humanizes Wukong more. But... The game is like so. When I first saw, because the game is called Black Myth Wukong, right? When yes. I first saw it, I was like, "Dude, this thing looks freaking nuts!" Because they're using the new Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, they're using the new game engine. It's gonna be on the PS Five and PC and whatnot. But I was freaking like, "Damn, this game looks amazing!" I, I, not until you told me that Wukong is like, uh, what's it called? Like actually, like mythology and yeah. it's like Dragon Ball Z is based off Wukong. Yeah, and so. All that. There's a lot of mythologies in different cultures, mm-hmm. like Greek mythologies. God war. Uh, Norse mythology. God war. <laughs> yeah. Both. So now there's Chinese mythology. And just to touch it, uh, this is what I really want to talk about. So um, basically, the Black Myth Wukong is based on um, this book written by Wu Chengen back in the, I think. It was written like 500 years 1500s. ago. 1500s. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's about it, this book. It's basically it's not a religious text. It's more so a mythology, and you know how mythology kind of connects to religion, right? Yeah, Journey to the West, right? Yeah, the it's, English translation is Journey to the West, and this is a c- combination of Taoism, Buddhism, Confucianism, and a, a couple more. And the whole basic of, basis of the book is about these four Buddhist monks who has received um, an order to go west. 
from where from, imagine you're in China and you go west and that would be India to go to India to receive these uh holy manuscripts once you read it it would be able to free your spirit from all the sins of the world well you know I, I was actually I, I was I heard that actually um the journey to the west was actually used as propaganda to promote Buddhism I did not know that yeah because you know why because so basically like in 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 the book they talk about Wukong right Sun Wukong like not even getting into the details the main thing it's because at the end of the book Sun Wukong gets defeated by Buddha right mm, so that's not the end but yeah that when, like in the in the book right yeah, I don't yeah. know about the end or whatnot I yeah. don't know the exact thing but Buddha so Buddha actually challenges Wukong and we'll get into that but basically at the end Buddha defeats him and uh, to show that like no one is stronger than than Buddha and yeah. Buddha's almighty and most powerful yeah. so it's like you don't you want to you know like worship Buddha worship this guy yeah because actually like you know you know the up, upbringing of, of Wukong yeah yeah so I had Shahir do some research and he's gonna tell me and I, I will fill in what I know because um this is my childhood growing up in Vietnam and a lot of Asian kids who are in Asia especially in Vietnamese uh Chinese culture slash mm-hmm. Korean culture slash Laotian like around this area Southeast Asia grew up on this stuff because wow. like I said if it's a propaganda it works you know <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so tell me what you know about it and then I'll, I'll help you I'll help you film it yeah for sure so like I did some research you know to kind of get more of an idea about Wukong and um so from the like from the beginning from this is like th- I'm not I'm not talking about the book right now I'm talking specifically just about Wukong yeah so from what I know like based on mythology is that like so there's a mountain somewhere I think it's in China or some, obviously, uh-huh. most likely China. Flower Fruit Mountain. Yeah, it's called Mount uh, Wagwao. And uh, on top of the mountain, but like, this is how the mythology goes, like, on top of the mountain, there was a boulder. And that boulder was filled with, like, the purest energy. Like, it was, like, yeah, basically feeding off the purest energy. And in there was, like, a massive egg. And pause. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, what? What does Goku use that fills it up with energy? Yeah, spirit bomb, all the peoples. You have there you energy. go. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a spirit bomb. But yeah, so... Uh, massive, And then from that egg, basically, a uh, huge egg that uh, Wukong hatched from that egg. Mm-hmm. And he's a monkey. Mm-hmm. And monkeys don't come from eggs. Mm-hmm. So, so, so then, like, he, he just kind of, like, grew up and he assimilated with a bunch of the, all the other monkeys. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, a waterfall... Um, mm-hmm. And the, all the monkeys were afraid of this waterfall, so they said that whoever can go through the waterfall to the other side and find yep. the source, they're gonna be the leader of us. Mm-hmm. And Wukong, like he wasn't called Wukong yet, yeah, he no, was just called no. a monkey, yeah, basically. And keep in mind, yeah. all the other monkeys are normal monkeys. Yeah, Wukong all is like yeah. a monkey that's born. <clears throat> Father is the heaven, yeah. mother is the earth, so right. he has special power. Yeah, so he. Um, um, so, like, he basically took on the challenge and he went through the water because he was super courageous and everything, and, like, down for whatever. So, he went and uh, went through the waterfall and they appointed him as the leader. Mm-hmm. So, he became the leader. And uh, um, so, after he just spent time as a leader uh, for a while as, as a leader for all the monkeys, and what happened was basically he started to love life so much, he was afraid, mm-hmm. uh, not afraid to, like, he was afraid to leave Earth. Like, he didn't want to leave Earth and go on to whatever the next yeah. life was. So, he wanted to become immortal. Mm-hmm. But um, he was told, like, he didn't know. He, I think I think he was, like, a, a 
Some monk told him or someone told him. I don't know. Yeah, so basically what happened, like I said, I read the book here and there, but most of my knowledge on this is just reading on the internet and mm. from all the shows I watched. Because yes. Journey to the West, the first show was created in 1986, mm. which is the original, and that's what everyone loves. Mm. And after that, there has been other adaptations of it as well. Mm. So there's like 10 different shows that are made, like how like Spider-Man and stuff mm. like that. Mm. So here's what happened. After he got into the cave, mm. they crowned him as king. Mm -hmm. They call him King of Flower Fruit Mountain. All right? The mountain's called Flower and Fruit. And they would party a couple years. And one day, one of the old monkey grew old and died in front of him. Like, they just, he just fell and died during one of the parties. And he saw that, and he's like, why did he die? And the monkey's like, because he's old. Monkey King's like, I don't want to get old. I don't want to die. And I don't want any of you guys to die. And one of the monkey that's like next in line to him, like one of his like right-hand man said, I've heard of this. Yeah. I heard of this master from, from a land far away. He knows, the, he has the power to know how to escape yeah. death. The secret street immortality. immortality. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So from then... The Monkey King decides to set off. He, he had them built a makeshift raft out of coconut leaves and banana leaves and all that. And he set off. And I think, I believe this was a 20-year journey. Nine years. Nine years. Yeah, oh, nine, nine years. Nine-year nine journey. So he crossed oceans and stuff. And then he landed into the land of the humans. He learned how to act like a human, how to walk like a human. Yeah, he like disguised himself. Exactly. Yeah. And um, after that, he um, he basically got to... Wait, 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 wait. Short... You were saying... The journey on the raft was not his. No, no. Yeah, he want he until he found the the um. The master. The master was like nine years. Yeah. Nine years, yeah. 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 So when he got to the island that the master was on, and he ended up in front of the cave of the master. Mm -hmm. The master tested him and all that. Mm -hmm. Long story short, he ended up learning what's called the seventy-two transformation, because the master saw how quickly he learned. And saw how he was able to learn so fast, and his willingness to learn, he taught him the seventy-two transformation, which is shown in the game. And the game will have that. One of them being, I can list like four on top of my head. One of them being transformation to any kind of um, being able to clone himself. In one jump, he can jump like ten thousand miles or ten thousand kilometer. And then he got kicked out by the master because he was showboating. He was showing off. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh... Cloning it? No, he was transforming into a bamboo stick or something. Yeah, he, he transformed, transformed into the master to mock him too. Oh, he did that too. Okay. Yeah. So long story short, he flew back. Oh, but yeah. By the way, the master is actually the one who gave him his name. Yeah, Sun Wukong. Yeah, Sun means the the enlightened one. Yeah, Wukong is a, it's it's a Buddhist surname, I believe. Okay. Wukong. Hmm. And it's to humble him. Mm. The name is to humble him. Mm. He, he's a very arrogant guy, mm -hmm. arrogant monkey. So when he get he got yeah, back, yeah, he's super. Yeah. When he got back, long story short, he yeah. found out that his his cave at Flower Fruit Mountain has been um, terrorized by demons. Demon king. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And one of them was a bull demon king, and which Wukong came, beat all of them, and the demons came in and started being friends with him. The way he actually beat the demon is that one of those transformations, each hair. Yeah, he has he eighty-four thousand hairs. Supposedly, yeah, he plucks one strand of hair and, and blows it like that, and turn a bunch into, of minions yeah. of little monkeys come out and start yeah, fighting. That's for how you defeat yeah. the demons. So, like, like I said, the demons saw how powerful is. They wanted to mm. form an ally, an alliance, mm -hmm. and they would just rule the whole mountain together. And they feast and stuff. One day, Wukong drank a lot during a party. He got so drunk in his sleep. Two demons from the underworld came to take his soul. Yeah. To uh, 
Yeah, wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, I know we're talking about where you're jumping in. You haven't told him about. So, after he became, so what happened is that when he came back from from his master, yeah, he after he defeated the demon king and everything, yeah. that's that's exactly what. Happened. Oh yeah, yeah. How he, he got his. Yeah, exactly. His staff. He so before that actually he trained all his monkeys on martial arts, yeah. and he, he got them. He he stole weapons from the armory and. Um, Auli capital. Yeah, like so basically what happened was during, weapons, they have yeah. a lot of parties. Like I said, mm. he's a party animal, right? Yeah. And then he sits down and, and all his demon brothers give him their weapon. Like, hey, you should use this. Mm. Everything he touches, he uses and breaks. Yeah, Nothing it's too weak for him. It. It's too light and everything. Yep. So I think the bow demon was like, hey, I heard in the far sea. Eastern sea. Yeah. Eastern sea. Mm-hmm. The dragon king himself has a lot of armors mm. and a lot of weapons. Yeah, yeah. So Wukong, what, like I said, Goes, he knows how to swim too. Like he can breathe underwater because of his transformation. He goes mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. He threatens the, the dragon king and all that. The dragon king's like, ah, I'm gonna get him a weapon. I'm gonna give just give it to him and then leave. Mm-hmm. Every weapon he touches down there breaks. Mm-hmm. And finally, one of the dragon king's close minion is like, hey, why don't we, you know, let him test out the pillar? Mm-hmm. It, like I said, it's a huge pillar that's that's that holds up the sky. Mm-hmm. And dragon king's, the dragon king himself is like, I'm confident he can't do anything with that. Once he gets you know, his hopes down, his hopes up, and it, it gets destroyed, mm. he'll leave. Mm. So he takes him to that place where the pillar is, and just with just a quick glance, and he says, small, the pillar shrinks. He says, small, shrinks, small, shrink, and it will shrink to his hand size. Is this based on the, the, the book? Is this based on the book, or is this based on the show? I believe this is based on the book and the show. Because, oh, like, from what I, from the research I was doing, so, yeah, you're right about the Dragon King and everything, so... The Dragon King actually welcomed him and showed him all his armor and all his army and the weapons were still too light for him. And then Sun Wukong became like super frustrated. So the Dragon King showed him, like, I guess the name of the staff is called the Rui Jing, uh, Jingu Bang. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but sorry if I'm butchering the pronunciation. But so you know how the world flood, you know, the, in like the, in, in the Bible and the Christians yeah. believe that it had world flood. They say that's what caused it? No, no. They say that the, the staff was actually used to measure the depth of the water. To yeah, measure how measure to the depth of the ocean. Yeah, measure how much the world was flooded. So that thing was huge, and 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 in this big state, like it's in, they're saying it's like eighteen thousand pounds, right? That Wukong still lifted it, and he he almost like he was like, he's yeah. like man, this is perfect. It's almost a little too heavy, right? And then all of a sudden, it shrank. Yeah. To fit his body size. Yeah, it shrank into where he can grab in his hand. Yeah. And he started twirling it. Mm-hmm. Right then, tsunami started happening. Rain started going, and the Damn. whole palace was like shooken. Really? It was like an underwater earthquake, mm-hmm. right? And then he took it to the point where he took it, and, and he demanded the Dragon King to give him a set of armor. Mm-hmm. And he called all his brothers from the Northern Sea, Southern Sea, Western Sea, Eastern Sea, whatever, yeah, to come them. give him a piece of armor. Mm-hmm. Each one brought, like, one brought him the headpiece, one brought yeah. him the gold the, armor, the armor, yeah. one brought him the boots, <clears> one brought him, like, stuff. And he can make it so small to, to the point where he just puts it in his ear. Yeah, small as a pin, yep. Yeah, so he goes back, like I said, continue ruling, showing off to his minions and all that. And then um, he goes to sleep. Yeah. Underworld demons came and got him. Yeah, it's called the underworld, and I guess the mythology is called the DU. Yeah. The DU, yeah. Keep in mind, there's no Satan or there's no. There's, yeah. a, there's a god that guards the underworld. It's yeah. kind of like um, Greek mm-hmm. mythology, like mm-hmm. Hades. Mm-hmm. He takes him down, and Wukong is resisting, but it's still he still went with them. And they take him down to the. To the uh, the Hades version of in the Chinese mythology. I don't know his name, but he's like, 
Wukong, your time has come. Mm. You have to go enter the. You have to drink this this soup. It's called the under underworld soup, to make you forget your current life and you can reincarnate into your next life, right? So they're trying to force him to do that. He shook him off, pulled out his staff, and start hitting everyone, killing all the demons around him. Jumps onto the table of that guy of the god. Ask, why are you taking me? He mm. said, well, in this book, as your name is Time. Mm. He said, get me all the books of mm. me and all my monkey, yeah. monkey friends. minions or monkey <laughs> friends. And, and he, he takes a pen. Yeah, he crosses all the he names. Out, yeah. Every single one. He rips them, he throws them, and he starts laughing, and he like, disappears. Then straight up going and saying, nope, right? I'm off the list. So what that means is once he does that, they're immortal now. Basically, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They right. can't take them. Yeah. There's a theory that the Wukong from the game, from Black Myth Wukong, is not, it's not him. It's not a clone. It's not Wukong. Mm. Keep in mind. In the first trailer, you see Wukong in heaven already. Because the whole story is Wukong becomes a Buddha at the end. Because he was able to take, protect the monk, the main monk, to the journey to the west to receive the manuscript. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they were rewarded by with Buddhahood, which is like become like godlike status. Right? The monkey in the game itself is not Wukong. And here's why I, I think that it's that. Did you know that Wukong is not the only monkey special monkey out there there's four other monkeys really yeah okay four other monkeys that were born around the same time he did out of stone too but like the same pr- pretty much birth okay but the monk journey to the west only focused on wukong i can't tell you the english name because i don't know the english name but one of them is uh the moment he was born he was um he was collected by a buddha and and they helped him become a good monkey and he's already escaped this life mm. Another one is, um, of course, collected by Buddha. In some shows, in some adaptation of the shows, he got jealous of Wukong. He, he ended up wanting to take over Wukong's spot on going t- on the journey to the west. So he tried to fight Wukong off and, and kill him and destroy him. But he ended up dying and and getting killed by Wukong and reincarnating. Mm. The second one is the same thing. He wants to go on the journey to the west. But this is a special one. The second one, his name means six ears. You mean the last one, right? I mean the last one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. The last one means, his name means six ears. Six years? Six ears. Ears. Okay. Yeah. So, past, present, future, any, anyone in the world, whoever's saying something, he knows it. So, throughout the whole journey, he's been listening to how Wukong is ever since birth. How Wukong is doing, what he's doing. And he's exact, he has the power to copy exactly what Wukong looks like, his powers and everything. So when he met Wukong, it's two basically two Wukongs fighting each other. Their powers are equal, right? They came to all these different types of Buddha. No one could know all these powers they have. They could not tell who, who the real Wukong is until they went to Buddha himself. Buddha is the only one that knows it because he's the enlightened one. He's able to tell like which one is fake and which one's real, and he took he took care of them, but. In this game, I believe it's the six ears monkey. That's trying to because he has the same exact powers and everything as exactly. Wukong. Exactly, because he's able to copy Wukong. That's why he has the same staff. Yeah, his staff is a bit different, but yeah, yeah he can he, he can literally copy anything Wukong does. Really? That's why you look at the first trailer, you see Wukong fight fighting in heaven, mm-hmm. right? That could have been the the, the pre the, the pre story of what it is, but right now he looks like an evil Wukong. Mm-hmm. He looks evil and, and the... But and Wukong is... I mean, he's not evil. 
but he got Batman. Well, he became Batman. Yeah. yeah, okay. But um, this monkey, if you look in the second trailer, a lot of dialogue says, you look just like him. I believe you. I've seen this before. Right? So it, should, it couldn't be Wukong. That's why I believe that this is the monkey with six ears, and he's just trying to re- replicate the journey to the West. Because he's fighting all the same demons Wukong has been fighting and everything. So he's just trying to become Wukong. Yeah, he's trying to relive what Wukong did. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I, I have no I'm just, well, I was reading some comments on the trailer too. So people were saying like that's not the real Wukong. Yeah. I don't remember the first the part of the first trailer. I don't remember that. I have to go back and look at it. But regardless, I'm excited to dive in. I mean, they haven't showed much of the story. They've showed some dialogue and like that's how you said you're getting hints from. But there was one thing about Wukong too that that you mentioned, which is really interesting because I'm a, like I'm a huge like anime guy and like you know games and stuff. You know the seventy two transformation. Mm-hmm. It's called seventy tra- seventy two transformation, but it's not necessarily limited to seventy two. No, it's not. No, like it's like it's an infinite number. Yeah. Basically, seven. It also gives him seventy two lives, even though he's like he's still immortal. But you have to kill him seventy two times. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then not only that. If he were to, like, you know how people always say, like, who would win, like, Superman or, mm-hmm. or Goku or something? Wukong, they say, is probably the most powerful, non-omnipotent uh, fictional character. Mm-hmm. Because they said his semi-tra- his semi-tra- transformation literally gives him the ability to be stronger than anyone he's fighting. Like, if you're stronger than me, I can, because of my ability, I can literally be like, I'm stronger than you now. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he wins. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's how strong. Like, Wukong is... The, and that's that's what one of the reasons they say it was used as propaganda, too. Because he's made to be so strong. But at the end of the day, Buddha just... Yeah. Buddha so, laughs at going him. back to the reason why he lost to Buddha, I just want to touch up on this before we wrap up. The reason why he lost to Buddha was his arrogance. He was in, he was this close from beating Buddha. So, basically, after he got his arrogance up, after he was able to... He was offered a job in heaven and then, you know, crashing the heavenly party and yeah. eating all these immortal the fruits and immortal all that peaches stuff. and all that. Yeah. The peaches, you know? no, it was the peaches, then he, there was some pills too. Basically, this pill gives you extra immortality. It's like he's a key. Makes him stronger and everything, yeah. Contributes to your immortality, right? So he wants to be king of heaven. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the Jade Emperor. Mm-hmm. So he goes in there, he starts fighting everyone, and then the Jade Emperor had to call Buddha. And Buddha said, Wukong, if you can escape my palm. Yeah. I myself will tell the Jedi Emperor to step down and you can be the new king. So, Wukong thinking, huh, the palm is small, man. I can do that. But you know what the challenge was? Buddha told him, if you can, because every time uh, Wukong would leave heaven, he would somersault. He would somersault out of there. So, Buddha said, if you can can somersault somersault out of my palm. And and Wukong's head is like, your palm is small. One somersault of mine, I can do 10,000 kilometers or whatever, right? So Buddha extends his hand, and Wukong does a somersault. But this is this is Wukong's biggest somersault. It's more than the ten thousand kilometers. Oh really? Yeah. So he lands at what he thought was the, the, of the, the world. five pillars that held up the sky, and he's like, "Hmm, maybe Buddha's playing a trick on me. I have to prove that I'm here." So he pulls out like a, a pen, not so a pen, but like a like one of those Chinese ink pen mm. kind of thing, like a brush. He writes, "Sun Wukong was here." And to even make it worse, he pissed at the bottom yeah, of the pillar. Yeah, he pissed pillar, on it, yeah. Right? And, and he, did, he somersaulted back into Buddha's hands. like, look, I did it. Now I get to be king. And Buddha's like, you we silly monkey. Him, yeah. Look behind you. And he looked behind him. It was on his freaking fingers. Yeah. 
So the, before what Wukong he signed was escape, on his middle finger. Yeah. yeah. Before Wukong could escape, Buddha flipped his hand and pushed him down into the earth and formed a, a five, five hand mountain. It's called Five Hand Mountain on top of Wukong. And that's where he's trapped. And he enchanted it with some kind of Buddhist chant mm -hmm. to lock him in place for mm -hmm. 500 years. And then that's where the journey to the West starts, right? That's where it Because then the monk comes and frees him. Yeah. yeah. But that's more yeah. we can touch on later because yeah. this whole thing is, is, is very, this whole journey to the West thing is very uh, good. I want to, you know, able to show Shahir more of it. But the just, it just shows me how crazy one book can influence so many yeah, different... Yeah, anime is beautiful. I mean, this video game is going to be... Chinese, Chinese developer... Yeah, like Wukong is known for his, his, um, his Nimbus cloud. And don't think he flies on either, right? Yeah, yeah, and Goku yeah, has that Goku too. Goku has that, too. right? And it's yeah. a lot of other animes that are influenced by it. So yeah, you said like One Piece and everything. Yeah, so hopefully when Sun Wukong comes out, hopefully our theories are right that it's not really Wukong. Yeah, it's I'm excited. More for so, that game. um, the six ear monkey. There was a person who put a, posted a comment. He's like, uh, "A new objective: stay alive until this game comes out." Because we don't know if it will ever come out. To be honest, a lot of games. Yeah, like and. Journey to the West is just one of four main classic novels in China. Oh, There's really? Four, like four like biggest novels in China. Mm, and okay. Like based on mythology? I think they're mythology, but I haven't mm. read on the other three. But mm, just okay. like Journey to the West is the biggest. Yeah. And it's I took place during the Tang Dynasty. Tang wasn't it? Uh, the Jing, the right? Yeah, that was Tang. Hold on. I think it was. That, no, I know Journey to the West. Is. It could be the Tang because the the main emperor was uh was the the Tang emperor. I could be wrong, but I try to do as much research as I can. It's not everything we're Tang. And by the way, in the game, you'll see villains from or demons from Journey to the West, like the the um the demon bull king, mm. the um demon bear king, the demon wolf. I recommend you guys watch the show. Um, try to find like a sub or dub, but. The show is very good. The reason why not a lot of um, Chinese-inspired movies do well in the U.S., like Mulan, like the live-action Mulan, is because the U.S. haven't learned. Yeah, and Shang-Chi changed the game. Yeah. Like, how, like, because in, in a lot of Chinese movies, like, act, like when, where they're based on mythology and, and magic and, and sword fighting, mm -hmm. there's ways and techniques to film it to make it very action-packed. You can't take traditional gunfighting or fist fighting from the U.S. And, and bring it to that. That's why I feel like Mulan, if they had a full Chinese team that know how to do this stuff, because Mulan, if the Chinese were to film it, it would have been great. Yeah. The way that, because you have to have some kind of mythology magic in there to make it good. Yeah, like Ant-Man. We'll touch more on this on later episodes if you guys want. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Peace.